Blog Talk Radio. today and uh hey it's gonna be a good one i'm sure on the title of the show is trump the fear of the unknown (laughs) and believe you me the more the more he chews things the fear gets bigger and bigger uh wow so that's what we're gonna be talking about today y'all now the question is is the fear real or is it just something that mainstream media has, um, let's see, came up with to make everyone feel all scary and and worried? That is the question I'm asking today. <laughs> we know he has chosen people like Jeff, Jeff Sessions, Mike Pompeo, um, Lieutenant General Michael T. Flynn, retired, Stephen Bannon, Rince previous and a couple other people he's uh, considering like Sheriff David Clark from Milwaukee, one of the country's most uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it. Look, he put more black people in jail in his county than anywhere else in in the country. So yeah, <laughs> he's going to be in Homeland Security, National Security. So yeah, we're we going to talk about some things. Is the fear real? Or is it just something that is imagined? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I hope you're ready. You're ready. All right. With that being said, let's go ahead and, and get the particulars out of the way here real quick. Real quick, 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 quick. If you want to comment on something or, you know, you're in the chat room just reading what's being written in the chat room and you want to get in on the conversation just to listen live, um, Easy. Just call me. 347-838-8622. 347-838-8622. All right. Then 
You want to say anything, just press the number one. I see you, and I'll bring you into the conversation. Uh, you can also email me throughout the show at ericletslettstalk at gmail.com. Um, I'd be more than happy to read your um, emails on the air if that's what you want. Um, if not, I'll just read them and you know, respond to you in private, however you want it done. And also, there's our chat room that's always open, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show today, and I do look forward to hearing from each and every one, because I do really want to know what you got to say. I really do, because there's some things we really need to get out (laughs) and let people know what's really going on. You know, it's one thing to let mainstream, the media, continue to uh, say this and say that. But what's really going on? How are you really feeling out there? That is the question I'm asking. So that's what we, we're going to be getting into today. All right? So <laughs> now, with that being said, let's go and knock these shout-outs real quick. In my chat room, I got guests Six five six guest six six one and guest six seven three. Welcome to the show, y'all. Glad you can make it. And um, if you want to comment or anything, you know you're gonna have to go back and log in uh, with a username. Then you'll be able to comment in the chat room. As long as you stay as a guest, you can only listen and read what's being put there, and that's about the size of it. Okay, I, I'm sorry. That's not that's not my rule. That's the way it is, and that's the way it happens. <laughs> That is the way it happens. So, anyway, let's get it on. Now, you know how I do the show. Before we get to the main topic and get into the nitty-gritty of what's going on, I have a few nuggets that I usually pull out there that's going on in in media that a lot of people aren't paying attention to, or you've seen it and just shrugged it off. And I may have found a little interesting and decided to talk about it just a scotia bit. Yeah, just a Scotia bit. Um, and, of course, you know, I have those such nuggets today. <laughs> of course, because I'm good like that. <laughs> All right. First nugget. Um, <laughs> this is, this is I, I, I have to laugh at this one here because this is just hilarious, the, 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 for lack of a better word. Um, Nick Gordon is ordered to pay Bobby Christina Brown's estate $36 million, $36 million. And um, Nick Gordon was supposedly her boyfriend slash brother or whatever they wanted to call their relationship during that time. And, of course, you know, she was found dead um, in the bathtub, and some said it was drug-related, you know, um, so forth and so on. But anyway... The family took him to civil court, and, you know, they want to say, well, he was the cause of it, one of the causes of her um, using drugs, uh, you know, her death or what have you. Now, this is why I find this so hilarious. And, And you know what? You know, families sometimes, I think they live in a world of, Illusions. They they really do. They 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 live in the world of illusion. Um, and here's why I say this. You know good and well. Certain family members do certain things. You know this, okay? You know they're no good. They're dope heads. They're thieves. They're liars. You know, crackheads. Whatever you want to call them. But 
at the time of the death, you are so caught up in grief to where you have this imaginary um, <laughs> this imaginary thought process where they, all of a sudden they become angels. And in this case, this is I, I, I say this is one of the ultimate cases where I think that has happened. It really is. Now, here's the reason why if I was Nick Gordon, they wouldn't get a dime out of me. I don't care. I, I would I would claim to be uh, um, I found bankruptcy or whatever, but they wouldn't get nothing out of me. They wouldn't. And here's why I'm saying that. Okay, number one, he doesn't have any money. The man is broke. The kid is broke. He didn't have any money when they were dating. <laughs> she had all the money. Okay, so number one, that's the first reason why they're not gonna get a thing. Nothing. Nothing. Zero zilch. Nada. Nil. Okay? Just that simple. Number two, her mama was a, a, a dope head. Now, everybody want to say, well, no, Whitney was an angel until she met Bobby Brown. Wrong again. Whitney was doing drugs before she met Bobby Brown. and she, But when she met Bobby Brown, they just became a little bit more available. But she had the money to get whatever she wants. So she was a dope head. We already know Bobby was a dope head. Right? Okay. Now, with that being said, your mama a dope head, your, body, your daddy a dope head. And unfortunately, she became a dope head. Bobby Christina became a dope head as well. Now, you got three dope heads in the family. Why are you trying to make somebody else pay? Why? Why are you trying to get money out of someone else? Except the fact that the family were dope heads. Okay? They they do drugs. That's what they did. That's what they were doing. That's part of what Bobby's still doing. And, and be done with it. But quit trying to take people to court to satisfy your own illusions of grandeur that this person was such a great individual. They were a dope head. The whole family, Bobby, Whitney, and Bobby Christina, dope heads. Okay? Dope heads. So, <laughs> if I'm Nick Gordon, uh, I'm telling you, I'm showing you my rear end and telling you what you could do with it because that's about the size of it. Because you wouldn't get $36 million out of me. I'm sorry. I, I'm just not having it. Not going to do it. And that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, that's all I can say about it. I mean, that is all I can say about it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's very disheartening to think that you know, I understand this is supposed to be in a, a very prestige, prestigious family because she was supposed to be um, Dion Warwick's cousin, and Sissy Houston is this great, supposed to be this great um, figure in the gospel world or gospel singing world or what have you. But heck, you had a dope head for a daughter, and her daughter ended up being a dope head because her daddy was a dope head. All of them were dope heads. Okay, leave it alone. Okay, just leave it alone. All right. <laughs> oh, Lord, hammers. Ain't that something? Yeah, dope head, just dope head. You know, that's how people go into all these great, these, these, like I say, go to the funerals and their minister, and these people get up saying all these great things about these individuals, and you sitting back going, 
when did they do all that? I remember he stole my car. He stole my credit card. Heck, he broke in my house and he took my VCR and took it to the pawn shop. Or <laughs> gave it to the dope man. But you want to stand up there and tell all these great lies about how great they were. Really? Get over it. Get over it, okay? Quit trying to make people pay for the 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 the, the lifestyle that other people lived, okay? It's not right, y'all. It's not right. Um, next, we're talking. Um, y'all remember the case about Tamir Rice, um, the little twelve-year-old boy that was shot by the um, Ohio police officers after they pulled up on him less than what two seconds after they pulled up on him because they got a call from a drunk saying that a guy was walking around with a, a weapon. But apparently the guy um, said that it's probably a toy and it's a juvenile, but the dispatcher failed to relay that to the officer. So when they pulled up, they shot the kid. Well, two years, two years, man, it's been two years. And his mother says she is frustrated right now. She She's really frustrated. Now, remember, this was one of those, those, those cases where I said, um, once you settle with the city for any amount of money, usually that means they're not going to do too much about it. Now, apparently, the Department of Justice is supposed to be reviewing the case. Two years, and they're still reviewing the case. I don't know what is so much to review. I mean, the video says what it is. Look at the video. Listen to the 911 call. You should come up with kind of some kind of decision, but... You know, the review is going on. And, of course, the officers were not indicted um, because the prosecutor, the city prosecutor, said that there was not um, enough evidence support to support criminal charges. Okay. They got up and shot this little boy. That's not enough to, to, to bring criminal charges? Huh? Okay, my bad. Sound like a George Zimmerman type of case, huh? Anyway. Anyway, the mom settled for $6 million, $6 million. And she says she settled for that amount because the judge advised her that the money could help her and her family. Of course, she has some other um, kids and things of that nature. Now, like I said before, it's like this. Once you settle... It, it, it seems to to me that it, it seems as though you, the system has decided that there is a price for each life, especially African-American lives, whether it's uh, youngsters. And that, that price seems to be around six million, six, six point five million dollars. And, you know, yeah, if we can talk to them in the southern uh, getting that money right there, everything else would be gravy. <laughs> Everything else would be gravy. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. Let's be real. No. No. I, I, I mean, six million is good, and you can donate or do what you need or you know, pay off bills. Uh, okay, I understand that. And, you know, at the time, you may be going grieving so hard that you really don't want to go through it anymore, and the money sounds good. But as long as we are allowing ourselves to settle and take money, then that, that's taking the, the, the onus off of the, the cities and the state and the government to actually prosecute these individuals. Just in, in the case of Freddie Gray, once that family took that settlement, it was almost guaranteed that n- none of those officers were going to be convicted. None of them. None. 
And actually, that is exactly what happened. None of the officers were um, convicted. The first four weren't convicted. And where well, the first trial ended up in a hung jury, the next three ended up in acquittals because they chose to have, just have a judge do it. Huh? And then the, the, um, the prosecutor just, it was like, ain't no need to try. There's no need to try these anymore because they were always going the same way, same judge, everything. So I'm saying if you're going to fight, fight. You know, if you're going to fight, fight. Stay there and, and, and battle. You know, but once you take that money, you're basically saying, okay, that's it. Y'all, you know, we good. Do what you want to do. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And so but that is what happened in this case. But she says she's frustrated now. She's missing her little boy. And I, I can understand that. And I, I do feel sorry for her, but it is what it is. You get played by the system a lot, and that's what happens. Okay. Okay. So I just had to put that out there because that was a thought that ran through my mind. And of course, you know, it's never good when a child is killed. And I know lately there have been um, attacks on police officers for those that are going to say, what about the, the officers that keep getting killed? Yeah, that's not right either. That's not right either. But you can guarantee they're going to do everything they can to find and convict whoever they suspect of doing it. You can guarantee that. And it won't be no settlements in those cases. <laughs> now, think about that for a moment. All right. Um, My boy Charles Barkley. And see, we've had this conversation on this show before. Oh, boy, have we had this conversation on this show. Um. Charles Barkley says, you know, everybody want to run around here talking about white supremacy and how the white establishment is holding the African-American community back, so forth and so on. Charles Barkley said that is hogwash. That is not happening. He said the only people that's holding black people back is black people themselves. He said black people are the only ethnicity that views going to jail as a badge of honor. I mean, that's what the man said. Uh, you know, he, he said often um, intelligent blacks are often put down because they speak well. They do do well in school. And, you know, black people, are, you know, people just want to hold you down because of it. Other blacks. Um, you know what we call that in the hood, don't you? The bad crab in the barrel syndrome. Yeah, we that's what we call it. And basically, that's what he's talking about. And to a certain extent, he's right. He's right. You know, like I said, we've had this conversation on the show before. He is absolutely correct. And, you know, as though, you know, many people may not want to admit it. He says this is a dirty little secret that nobody wants to talk about. And he's right. He's right. Anytime, anytime this conversation comes up, especially headed in that direction, they say, wait a minute. It's not all outside forces that's doing the damage. You know, it's not all outside forces. <laughs> oh, People get upset and, and get hot in, under the collar and say, you don't know what you're talking about. And you start using words that have been presented to you by the, the, the dominant culture that you just think you have to reuse because why? 
because that's what you want to do. You feel you have reached that status to where you can decide who's a quote unquote, who's a coon, who's a sellout, or what have you. That is not your choice. That's not because nine times out of ten, you're struggling just like the rest of us. You know, and that's something we really need to work on, you know, help celebrate each other. Quit trying to bring each other down. I often say, how can you expect to, for for outside help to come and help you when you're not trying to do anything for yourself? You're steady tearing yourselves down. The foundation is broken, people. That's I've been saying it forever, and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. You know, people say, well, when are we going to come together? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? When we finally realize and decide to be honest with ourselves that we are a lot of the cause of our own problems. Yeah, I know about our history with slavery, Jim Crow, um, um, you know, civil rights and all that. I, I'm not discounting that. I'm not. However, you know, some of our actions are not helping uh, helping us move any any forward either. It's not. In our own neighborhoods. Now, I'm not talking about this natural. I'm talking about in our own neighborhoods. In our, in some cases, in our own homes. In our homes. It's not, it's, it's not there. The foundation is not there. The foundation is not trying to be put there. You're just doing what you're trying to do to get by. And if somebody move in or next door neighbor do something good, you have to, oh, they think they're uppity now. Well, people, no, it's not that way. Everybody's trying to better themselves. Why can't you be happy and find out how they did it? Hope maybe, just maybe, they'll give you some some good advice to help you get to that on that road also. But no, no, not in the black community. We can't do that. We can't do that. You take the Korean, the the, the Korean um um community. They come over and they open up shops, and everybody work in that shop. Everybody working that side. They open another shop, they bring a whole nother crew in. You know, everybody talking about the um um um, um <laughs> Hispanics, i.e. the the um we call them Mexicans. You know, we talk noise about them and what have you, but they'll get twenty and live in a house, sleeping on the floor or whatever, and get up and go to work. And work all day long and come back and be happy, sleeping right in that um, 20 in the house, drinking their light beer, doing whatever they have to do. Yeah, you've seen it. But not in the black community. We don't do that. We don't do that because we have to be up mighty, upstanding, and we have to be better than our neighbor. We have to be better than our next man because that's what we have been taught. That's what we have seen, and that's what we want. We are attacking. We want that American dream. That is non-existent, um, people. Uh, there is no such thing as an American dream because you were never considered an American. <laughs> hey, that's a great segue, isn't it? You were never considered an American. And to this point right now, the question is, 
<laughs> with this new administration, are you going to be considered an American? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. It is. That's the way it is. It's the truth. It's the truth. I know we have those that say, well, you know, we are conscious. We have the conscious community now. What are they so conscious of? Huh? What are they so conscious of? You know, a lot of people, um, they say they're so conscious and they are awake and so forth and so on, but they really have no clue. They have no clue. They are conscious of what? What they see on Facebook. They are conscious. They are awake of what they hear in mainstream news. And most of those stories on there are false, fake. But instead of doing research, you go on and, and, and fall for that and say, okay, that's the way it is. Oh, my. And then it gets posted over and over and over again until somebody say, um, excuse me, but that's not a real story. Then you want to have an attitude. The truth is the truth, people. It's okay. It's okay to say I was wrong. It's okay to say I made a mistake. It is. You're not perfect. <laughs> well, you're not. You're not. Some of you may think you are. Some of you may think you're so intelligent, you have so much knowledge that nobody can tell you anything wrong and nothing you come that comes out of your mouth is wrong and you have all the answers. Well, I'm here to tell you, no, you don't. No, you don't. Hey, you don't. Because if you did, you'd be ruling the world. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Oh, life is good. Life is good. But anyway, back to Charles. You know, and, and I, I do think that Charles brings up some very good points. Yeah, a lot of people get upset with what Charles says, you know, because we know Charles, you know, he has his little gambling habits, and he admits to it. Yeah, I gamble a whole lot. He doesn't pull any punches. He says like it is. Sometimes it's not, a, it's not agreeable. Sometimes be with, sometimes... You say, yeah, that's right, Charles. Yeah. Sometimes you say, ah, Charles full of it. Well, maybe, but those are his opinions. Correct? Correct. All right. Now, <laughs> I'm done, man. I, 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 you know what? With that last one, I just tickled myself. I, I really did. Because, you know, Charles, Charles is a thing. Charles is the man. Charles is the band. For black community, I'm going to say it like this. You don't have to be a thug. You don't have to be a rapper. You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be any of that to be a, uh, to, to make a difference, okay? I didn't say the difference had to be uh, was going to be positive or negative. I just say just to make a difference. Okay? You view it as, you know, some people say they know some thugs that do more in the community than the elected officials. And in some communities, that's probably true. That's probably true. But, you know, we have allowed our own um, thought process to be contaminated with what um, is considered the proper way of thinking. 
we fail to think for ourselves, people. We're caught up. We're caught up in the manipulation of the mind, which has been going on for so, so, so many years. So many years. Programming, conditioning, whatever you want to call it. That's what we've we've been caught up in. That's what we, that is part of our problem. No, that is not part of the problem. That is the problem, especially in the black community. That That is the problem. Until we realize that we have a mind to, to, to think as we please and quit be letting ourselves be conditioned by whatever it is, whether it's the music, um, reality shows, series or whatever ministers in the pulpit yeah I'm going to put them in there too I sure am now I'm not saying all ministers okay so y'all get to jumping on me I'm not saying all ministers but all of them ain't telling you what's right either (laughs) all right I'm like yeah I got to call it a spade a spade if that's what it is you know but anyway, with this conditioning thing, you take a look at the last eight years of the presidency, okay, of President Barack Obama. We have seen some good things, and we've seen some bad things. Let's be honest. He hasn't done all good things However, contrary to what many blacks will want you to believe, you know, he hasn't done all good things. You know, a lot of times we let our judgment be get clouded by the color of someone's skin. Yes, we do. And that's part of the conditioning and and and, and um that, that we've that we've been um, bombarded with it is you know I, I mean let's be honest but it's been eight years he's done his thing now the people have chosen a new <laughs> a new president a person that comes sitting as the figurehead of the United States of America and that person is Donald J. Trump and if you go by what you read, hear, and see lately, man, we should be scared stupid. We really should. We be should be, man, I'm telling you, we should be digging foxholes. We should be building um, survival shelters, moving out in the, in the woods. And But, but, is that fear, is that a legitimate fear? Is that fear legitimate? Or is that fear something that has been, um, once again, um, bombarded on us by media and and radio and just word on the street and false stories on um, on social media? Is the fear real? Is it? And that is is the, the title of the show today. Trump, the fear of the unknown. Now, you know, it can be said that never in the history of this country has someone 
um, such as Trump, <laughs> um, been elected as 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 the head of this country. Someone that really no one understands, no one knows what he's going to do, what he's not going to do. We all know what he said he's going to do. Okay, we know. And by the, the the individuals that he's he's um placing in certain positions, you can see he's putting people in place that think just as he does. Is is that where the fear is coming from? His associates that he's beginning to put in certain um, parts of his administration, is that what's bringing the fear on? Or possibly could this be, um, how can I say this? Could this be one of the better presidents that (laughs) we could have? What you think about that? What are your thoughts on that? Huh? You got Jeff Sessions. Everybody say, well, you know, before he was, he made some um, discouraging marks about minorities, whatever. But he has fought for minorities in a way also. Yes, he has. You got this Lieutenant Michael T. Flynn. Um, this guy here is just... <laughs> <laughs> he's something else. I, I tell you, you know, he's been fired from a couple of jobs for just being rude and obnoxious. Then you have Stephen Bannon, you know, Brabite, Brabite. Well, y'all know what I'm talking about. Br that 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 site. And and with all these individuals, most of them, the word racist come up. Now he racist. He don't like. How, how do you know that? Have you sat down and talked to them? Hmm? Have you? Have you gone back and looked at some of the accomplishments they have done, their voting records or what have you? Have you done that? Or have you like 95%, no, I'm sorry, 98% of of uh, the people that, that's complaining and running around just taking what has been shown to you in mainstream media. Huh? Have you done that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just a thought process, y'all. I- I'm asking a question here today. Trump, the fear of the unknown. What is the unknown that you are afraid of? What is the fear that you are afraid of? That you can definitely say, this is what's going to happen, this is where we're headed, and there's nothing we can do about it. I'm I'm asking the questions here. You know, so what is it? Or is it just media hype and we just, um, 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 we just falling for it like we we fall for every other thing? <laughs> well, let me hear what you got to say. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Phone lines are open. Talk to me, y'all. Let me see what you got going on, because I am really, really interested in hearing why. Why are we so afraid of of what Trump brings to the table? I mean, you have you have um. 
You had Hillary Clinton out there. You didn't vote for her because you said she was crooked. Right? So, <laughs> so with, with that being said, um, many people have said that um, you need a businessman to run this corporation that's called the United States of America. Now you have your businessman. You know, there's old saying, be careful what you ask for. Well, you asked for it, now you got it. But then you, you're running and, and being afraid. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, <laughs> I just received an email. I'm hoping they want me to read it out loud. Um, Donald Tr- J. Trump's vision. Work with Congress to fully repeal the defense sequester and submit a new budget to rebuild our depleted military. All right. You know what? I'm going to take these one at a time. This is the email I just received. All right. Now, the biggest argument has been that, well, you know, we, we, we're stretching our military too thin. Well, you know, um, we need to build our military because other countries are 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 are, are, are becoming more advanced and bigger than we are. That has been an argument for years, especially um, since President Obama has been in office. And it, it, anybody in the military who knows, anytime after a major confrontation or war, the military downsizes. Because then they realize that they have too many people and there's nothing going on. Well, people, we have three wars going on right now. We have Afghanistan. We have Iraq. We have Syria. Contrary to what you've been told, yes, there are three wars going on. Okay? Um, so, is it, would it be such a bad thing <laughs> to build the military back up? Hey, look at it this way. It's going to give a whole lot of people some jobs. Y'all say we need some jobs. Hey, military give you jobs. I'm just saying. Um, increase the size of the U.S. Army to 540,000 active duty soldiers, which the Army Chief of Staff said he needs to execute current missions. I just covered that. Rebuild the U.S. Navy toward the, a goal of 350 ships, as the bipartisan National Defense Panel has recommended. And if you've been following anything that's going on in the South China Sea, um, our Navy has just been getting punked. That's the word I'm going to use, punk. They've been getting punked by the Chinese, the Russians, the North Koreans. When, you know, when was the last time you heard of North Koreans catching any of our soldiers? Besides what happened here, what, what, five, six months ago? Really? So, yeah. Um, Provide the U.S. Air Force with the 1,200 fighter aircraft they need, grow the U.S. Marine Corps to 36 battalions. Defense, y'all, defense. We have to be able to defend ourselves. Forget, Don't forget, we're at war with ISIS as well. We have ISIS out there. We have Al-Qaeda. We have whoever else you want to come up I don't even laugh. This is I, I, I'm trying to bring some points up here. All right, 
Invest in a serious missile defense missile defense system to meet growing threats by modernizing our Navy's cruisers and procuring additional modern destroyers to counter the ballistic missile threat from Iran and North Korea. And we do know North Korea has been putting a whole lot of missiles in, in the ocean lately. <laughs> the ones that actually leave the ground. Because uh, we do know some of them, you know, don't don't actually leave the ground. But there are some that do. There are some that do. Um, emphasize cyber warfare and require a comprehensive review from the Joint Chiefs of Staff and all relevant federal agencies to identify our cyber vulnerabilities and to protect all vital infrastructure and to create a state-of-the-art cyber defense and offense. Pay for this necessary. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait. 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 Okay. Let's go back again. <laughs> Emphasize cyber warfare and require a comprehensive review of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and all relevant federal agencies to identify our cyber vulnerabilities and to protect all vital infrastructure and to create a state-of-the-art cyber defense and offense. Now. That is a good one, y'all. That is a good one. Now, remember this last, this election right here, where there was a whole lot of claims about Russians hacking, the Russians hacking into, you know, the um, Democratic National Convention um, files and, you know, putting certain things out there, causing certain things. Um, There's constantly... Um, cyber attacks that the country is facing, you know, the, the Pentagon, even the White House, you know, certain companies. So what is wrong with that? Let's 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 fix it. Let's fix it. Cyber warfare. That's that's the new that's the new game in town. Let's fix it. So what's wrong with that? What's wrong with him fixing that? <laughs> I'm just I'm just bringing some points out now. Don't hold don't beat me up, okay? Um, pay for this necessary rebuilding of our national national defense by conducting a full audit of the Pentagon, eliminating incorrect payments, reducing duplicate bureaucracy, collecting unpaid taxes, and ending unwanted and unauthorized federal programs. Now, Y'all, y'all see that by conducting a full audit of the Pentagon. Let's remember, let's remember, there was a whole lot of money that came up missing from the Pentagon just before 9-11 happened. I forget the amount, but um, yeah. Yeah, there was a whole lot of money missing. Then all of a sudden 9-11 happened to cover it up. Huh? Remember that? I know you don't. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, eliminating incorrect payments, reducing duplicate bureaucracy, collecting unpaid taxes in unwanted, unauthorized federal programs. So yes, there's fraud. There's big time fraud in the Pentagon. We know this. You know, we know their company. There's, you know, their company out there that are actually uh, billing, billing, billing. You know, the Pentagon and United for things that But you don't know that because that you're not privy to that. Um <laughs> all right. 
my reasons, I rebuttal. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love this woman, boy. I tell you, U.S. U.S. created and funds ISIS, and you know it, Mister Talk. No more war economy, please. Jobs based on murder are not good jobs. Just to keep defense contractors rich and our children serving the beastmaster. U.S. Inc. needs to leave other folks alone. <laughs> and they love you anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> that's true. I know it. I do know it. However, however, what's wrong with just bringing out some positive that could happen from if, you know? So, well, I mean, I'm back to, 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 to the original question. What is the fear? You know, everything that, that actually has been presented in his, um, what I just read you, people have been asking for it. The citizens have been asking for it. So now somebody is there that actually that say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Now, whether it actually gets done or not, I don't know. I doubt it seriously. Not all of it. Not all of it. <laughs> now, the question is, he's going to do all that. However, he's also said that he's going to put um, a freeze. Well, he said he's going to put a freeze on federal hiring and things like that, except for the military, Pentagon, and so forth and so on. So maybe he's, he's going to um, figure out something to do. But the bottom line is this. Yes, we, we, we are ISIS. We are, um, we are ISIS. We are um, the Taliban. We are the rebels in Syria. Yes, we as a country are committing war crimes. We kill civilians about a, about a boatload, but you never hear about it. But lately, we want to what? Um, say Russia is guilty of doing it. And Russians say, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> how how are you going to say we're guilty when you, you're killing just as many as we are? But you don't hear that in, in, in mainstream news, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> so the bottom is, let's see. Let's see. Now, just because I say let's see don't mean I'm going to sit back and just take everything. But you know what? Let me let me, let me me go ahead and, and go here real fast um, why, why this thought process is on my mind. See? And the reason why I chose this, the fear of the unknown, because a lot of times in the black community, yes, I'm going back to black community for a hot second. You know, we, we fall we fall victim to the, the propaganda that is 95 percent of the time directly directly at us as a people, as a community. We do. You know, that that's that propaganda or uh, that, that type of warfare that. A lot of us aren't, aren't 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 aware of, and the ones that are, you know, we, we deal with it, but we 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 fail at our task to 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 bring the truth out as well. A lot of times, because we just sit back on what we know instead of sharing what we know. Okay, now 
here's here's the thing. You know, I I, I go back, I sit back, and I look at our history as, as a people. I look at our history, and you know, there was a time when I would say, I would say things like, "There's no hope. There, there, there is just no hope." But I'm beginning to change my my thought process on that, and here's why. If you sit back and really think about it, at the things that we as, as a black as a community has survived, made it through, found a way to to, to, to get through, and, and still be on top, somewhat. Uh, you know, I use that very loosely. <laughs> okay, but we still here. So, if you look at that, why be afraid? Why be afraid? We survived um, Reaganomics, didn't we? We survived Bush 1 and 2, didn't we? We survived slavery, because that's a good one. Everybody liked to bring that one up. We survived Jim Crow. And I'm saying this to say we're survivors. So what? What is the fear? Trump is just a man, okay, that has been elected to be the figurehead of a country that is so, so, so corrupt. Yeah, I said it. Now the constitutionalists they gonna they all up in arms now. What you mean? Yeah, it's, it's the truth. It's the truth. We've the United States have been doing some some things that it. You know what's so bad when someone like Ted Cruz, y'all remember Ted Cruz, right? Actually comes out and says, you know, the Middle East may have probably was better with Gaddafi and Saddam Hussein. Mm. Really now? What does that tell you? That should tell you something's not right in the water somewhere. That's one of their own coming out and saying, yeah, that may not have been a good idea when we went over there and did. <laughs> and we, and we, we're continuing to do it. We are. Like I always say, wherever we go, we never leave. We never leave. We may that they give the the impression to the general American public that yeah this is over the war is over or the things like that but it's just wording y'all it's just wording propaganda bullcrap that's what it is that's what it is. But we, 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 we choose to believe it. We choose to get all upset and get up and, and and then what? Then what? You get upset, get all up in arms, and then what you do? Nothing. You survive it. You move on with your life and do the best you can do. Right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, yeah, three horrible things in during his his lifetime. We know this. We know this. He said some things that can be considered um, racist in, in the definition of what you're looking for. Um, he's probably done some things that, you know, we say, really? Really? That's childish. He's probably done some of that, too. But here's my question to you. How many of you who've said some things that may be considered racist, how many of you have done some things that many probably consider silly? You know, but the first, well, I didn't mean that, that it was taken out. Well, then again, you must understand the machine that we're dealing with, people. This machine is set up to to give you false information. It's set up to make you thing when actually something totally different is going on. And the, the issue is a lot of times we fall for it hook, line, and sinker. We really do. Now, <laughs> here's, here's a thought process. If you don't like what's going on, if you don't like us, do something about it. Do something about it. You know, the 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 the, the country was built on uh, civil war, rebellion. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Um, they say fear. Perhaps the fear comes from the global turmoil that is happening these days. DGTS elected also said that the Clintons are good people now. Go figure. You're right. Go figure. <laughs> you are absolutely right. And, and see, that's another thing. When you when you when you start looking at this, let's go back and, and look at the game that's being played right in front of our eyes. On the national mainstream news shows, they tell you, well, the people, the people really do not um, elect the president. The electoral college elects the president, but you, that slides right on by you. You have this man. They done set up there and called each other names, nasty things to each other. But now they're buddy buddying. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I accept a um, position in your cabinet. Really? And you don't think it's a game being played? Some of you won't even speak to your own co- co-workers right now because they said you heard they said something about you. They didn't say it to your face. You heard them say something about it, and you won't even speak to them now. So what did you tell them? What does this tell you about this game that's being played, people? What does that say? Uh, I'm sorry. I, I... <laughs> All right. I, I got somebody who want to come into the conversation, so let me bring them in because I think I, I, I'm i boring y'all. So let me go on and get get started here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what you got for me today on this wonderful Monday? May. May. Well, hello, Mays. Hello, Mays. How are you today? 
You're just fine. Just fine. That's good. How's the weather there? Uh, cold. Oh, I'm sorry. That's on the airplane. I don't know why. <laughs> well, uh, but why I call, but why I call is uh, why people all up in the raw. Uh, Donald Trump can put on a Klan hat. It's still like gonna matter, and it's not bothering me. I'm just sitting back to look, just sit back and look at it because they think some people think his water is better than the water that the person is leaving, that he can do more. And what I say is, uh, 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 contractors will be taking over everything you have. And this is well, like, you uh, know what they, like uh, Giuliani. I mean, like Giuliani at the time of the war, he done made ten million dollars for money in mm-hmm. a war that soldiers are fighting. That they can't get nothing, but he can end up with ten million dollars. He ain't did nothing. True. So go figure on that one. So I'm gonna well, watch time. someone go to jail, and I'm gonna hear him tell some of them they fired and all this stuff. But it ain't bother me because he's president. But you are gonna have some people to think that his water is better than the man that just left. And now we can get something done. But isn't that always the Democrats and the Republicans? The Democrats and the Republicans both together. They are two of a kind. I agree. I agree. You have no argument with me. They're not mad. But but isn't isn't that always isn't that always the case that once one administration is leaving, another one come in, whoever whoever favors that group thinks they are better than the group that's leaving? That's always the case. But I'm wondering if they're going to fill his whole cabin. Because the one that's leaving, his cabin will never fill, not to a, to a full capacity. So I wonder how long it's going to take them to fill this one. I don't care about what Jeff, Jeff Session had to say. Uh, none of that. It's not bothering me because I don't like neither one on politics. So whichever one of them won, I feel the same way if she would have won as I do with him. I don't care. Because mm. mm. I'm going to be the same okay. way I was before he got there and when he leave too. That's the way I see it. So, in other words, what you're saying is, no matter what, you're gonna survive. That's right, and I don't know why black people sitting here because it had nothing to do with us. That's one thing I do know. Had nothing to do with us. Had nothing to do with us. Nope. Why not? Because when you see, you're looking at. Just take a look. You just look around you. It's not about the news media. You don't have to tell me nothing because I see for my, I live for I live to see for myself. I don't need no news people to tell me. And I'm getting sick mm-hmm. of people hollering about the black community that they ain't together. If you're not around a group that's not together, that's what you're gonna think. But if you find around people that are together, then you won't see the same thing, and you'll see it different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some of us just gonna go on about our business and live when Ronald Reagan was in. Bushes was in, and everybody else has been in, and now we're going to go and live our life the way we've been living it. Yeah, pretty much. And we won't be stressed out about it. Pretty much. But then one thing they think, like, you remember when the Dixie chicks spoke out about Bush, and they lost their job? Is the same thing going to happen with this when they talk about his wife being naked? Because when people see it, that's what they're going to see. A naked first lady. <laughs> but they got to get I mean, all but- respect. You know, I understand that, Maze, but here's the thing. Don't you think that, that you know, that being more of a distraction than anything from what's really going on? No, it's not a distraction. You don't think so? It's like they're supposed to be Christians, and they're supposed to be Christians, but look at what they got. That ain't representing nothing to do with being a Christian. He done been married three times. She done been naked and, and, and all this stuff, but they think it's okay. But the man that was in the office before him that's leaving, there was gorillas and monkeys and everything else. And no dignity. 
So I'm wondering what dignity gonna come in at. That's mm. why I say it ain't gonna bother me. I'm gonna just sit back, look, look and listen, and 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 uh, have a good time. <laughs> but I don't okay. want to hear none of these black people. I don't want to hear none of these black people that hated the one that's leaving so bad. They just hated them to a T. Don't don't don't. I don't want to hear you saying you love Donald Trump because what he's doing you for you. Because he ain't gonna do. Because he he promised you. He said you. What did he say? What do you got to lose? Yeah, that's what he said. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. What do they got to lose? I didn't have to lose that much And many took to that as, hmm, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, I, look, I, I'm, look, I, I'm, I'm doing bad already. So, I mean, what, what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. So, that, I mean, so, you know, it, it's one of those, 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 um, wait and see type of things. Like mm-hmm. you said, you yeah. know, there's gonna be those. You know that has the the, the the mindset that you do. Like I'm gonna be all right regardless whoever in there. That's good. That's what I am. You know. And that's where I'm gonna see it. Yeah. yeah. But then don't you blame, have those. Don't be blaming. Don't be blaming black people for your problems. Because when the stock market <laughs> went down, most black people wasn't involved in the stock market. And if you was, it built back up. <laughs> mm. Well, right now the stock market's and, not doing and it too bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying at the time before the president came in there, what was it doing? People mm-hmm. jumping out of windows and stuff. Uh, well, that's true, but then again, because they lost everything they had, uh, and with houses too. Yeah. Now, every fifty years has changed. Of course, it is. That's the game that's got to be played. Yep. You know, that's the game. It, put it put it this way, as, as Carl Rove says, that's the reality that has to be created. Once we start learning what what they're doing, they always come up with some a new reality, so we can learn that they always ahead. They always and ahead. Like say, Hold on. Like you said, huh? go ahead. Just say he's a businessman, and privatizing mm-hmm. businessmen is going to be the one that's going to run it, or the people from other countries going to run the businessmen out with the money that they're making in their countries and took it from here. Then it's going to come back, but that's not going to be the reason why. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> everything going to be privatized, and when they privatized, you know what you get. Well, Maze, if you look at if you look at the situation now, the way the country is now, a whole lot of it is already privatized. But I got somebody else want to come in also, but it's a, a whole lot of it is already privatized. So I ain't. Is that so that's something new? That's what we're going to be rich. They, they got to go fight some other country, Al Qaeda, and all of these different people. Then you got somebody that want to <laughs> go to the cabinet that not made ten million dollars. <laughs> well, I mean, you had a president and vice president made millions, you know, off the, off the, the original Gulf War. So, I mm-hmm. mean, that's, it is what that's it is. What need to be, and they wouldn't need to be investigated if they want to investigate, see who making money from all this stuff that we see. I bet a whole lot of me well, going home or going to jail. Well, you know, we often say on the show, follow the money, you you find mm-hmm. the story. But let me bring this other person in. Okay. All right. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? It's uh, Bishop Beasley, Sir Beasley. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself defending Charles Barkley when he obviously is saying things to please his media corporate masters, and he does it intentionally over and over and over again. He is definitely cooning, and he's doing it for a dollar. <laughs> and everything he says disparages black people, and you, and you want to agree with him. Does, does is it is it really disparaging them, or is he really definitely, telling definitely. what what's really going on that that, that uh, a lot just don't want to hear? No, he disparages black people. He makes very simplistic statements, 
without a whole lot of thought. Without an awful lot of thought. I don't also don't understand. I don't understand how Mays thinks that the goings on in the highest office don't affect all of us as Americans. Oh, that's not what I see. No, what 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 you what you hint at is that black people can somehow sit certain things out as if we're not a part of this society, and I just no, don't see that. Oh, that's not what I was saying. I said, I'm not going to let it run me crazy. Oh, I'm not going to let no, it run agree, me crazy about what there. they see like they are running. They're crazy like they're going to lose something. It, it, hasn't, it hasn't changed my life one bit yet. That's what I was saying. I just... Yeah, that's what I was saying. Well, I agree with you there. Barbie, do you, you expect it to change at all under this new administration? Do you expect your life to change at all, whether it's for the better or the worse? I think I've got, I think I have more control over that than whoever's the president is. The years have taught yeah. me that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, there have been Republican administrations that I've done quite well in, and there's been a mm-hmm. Democratic administration that I've done quite well in. None of them had to. And 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 the the, the low periods or the survival periods, or the just the maintaining periods, seem to come up under the bushes. Um, we don't have a choice but to give the man a chance. Now, socially, I'm probably going to disagree with most things that he says and most things that these people that he's picking in there says, but it's funny how he's manipulating them and shuffling them around. Mm-hmm. After Giuliani and Christie have been, you know, hitting the stump for him for months and months and months, apparently he's leaving them out in the cold. And uh, these people that he's picking, I don't know who they are, that Steve Bannon is definitely a race baiter, man. He's definitely he he definitely doesn't have a, 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 a iota of sympathy towards black people and 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 the underclass here in the United States, and that's evident from the things that he says. So, um, but then again, you know, this man might surprise you. He has the office now. Maybe he do. You know, he he might surprise you. Um, he said one thing. When he first got the nod, that I think would be a good thing is that he's going to hire people here in America to rebuild the infrastructure. That's a bri- that's not a brilliant idea because it doesn't take anybody doesn't take any great vision to see that. But that would be a good thing. Put put these young people, put them to work, doing something that needs to get done. Our roads, our highways, the infrastructure, it, it needs to get it needs to get worked on. If he follows through on that, that'd be a good thing. That's what I thought Obama would do, but he never seemed to get around to it. I guess he has other agendas, but just doing that one thing alone, I think, would be a good thing. It would help the economy from the bottom up. Um, well, they, uh, they did have money, but the, the, the states wouldn't take it, some of them. And the ones that did, they're doing good. So I wonder if the governor's going to work with him and do what he wants. He's got a mandate. You're going to be surprised at how many of those Republicans fall in line. Yeah, they might. They he's probably got, he's got a mandate. They they showed on election night and after election night, a lot of those counties that he won, were he won them overwhelmingly, and they were normally Democratic counties or counties that have voted Democratic in the past, particularly where in Wisconsin, where Paul Ryan is, and other states, in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. I mean, excuse me, in Pennsylvania and Ohio. That had strong Democratic 
traditionally Democratic voting patterns. They voted Republican this time in favor of him. And uh, he'll be able to, I'm sure he'll be able to use that to to advantage as leverage. We'll see. I I, I also know that it's not an easy job to do and that anyone that gets in there fumbles around a bit. And Mm -hmm. he's definitely going to do some fumbling around a bit. The, The man is to be feared because he's rash and reactionary instead of thoughtful. And well, he got no, Go ahead. He got that way eight years ago because you remember before Obama was going to run, he asked Oprah to run as his vice president, and she said no, and then here comes Obama. See, people forget that. <laughs> so, so, so is that like that I said, it, he asked Oprah to run with him as his VP. Mm-hmm. When he first started talking about president, then he came around again, and then he ran as a Republican because they're all his friends. Oprah's a billionaire that's more interested in keeping her position yeah, and her position and her name in the limelight than she is about um, helping yeah. people on the bottom. That's true. Well, she had people on the bottom because people on the bottom had jobs. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, well, she, I mean, she hires she hires people. They yeah, all has, all billionaires hire people. I mean, so she, she's a businesswoman, too, because all of the stuff that she's done, people wouldn't have jobs. They would be trying to get on MSNBC and CBS and all these different places, but all of the shows she has, she's been hiring people. She's one of those business people, and she hires people. Yeah. She's, she's also beholden to larger interests that finance her. Oh, yes, that, too, but she's hiring some people. She didn't just do like a, do like a, who is this? Armstrong. Keep the money to yourself. And and Trump is already doing the same type of silly stuff he was doing Mm -hmm. in his campaign. Here it is. You have the people at this musical Hamilton speak to the vice president, and he wants to go to Twitter about it. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah, he can't help himself. They need to take his damn phone away. Because him and Rose O'Donnell had it for a long time. also, Also, you should be fearful of Donald Trump. For the what? simple mm. fact, if he's backed into his corner, his instincts or to rule, you know, mm. and the strongest force, the strongest force wins in business or the most mm. clever force wins in business. And someone like that in an elected office in a country that's supposed to be democratic, um, where there's checks and balances to protect from someone from having too much power, with someone like him, it's definitely dangerous because he doesn't normally operate like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah, mean, but he does. He runs. He runs. He runs privately. He runs privately held corp. He runs privately held companies, which you know he doesn't have a. If he has a board of directors, they're you know they're his friends and his family members. Um, I don't think he has any publicly run companies. He may, but you know he's the bottom line. He makes the decisions, and we know that he makes quick, rash decisions, and anything's liable to come out of his mouth. That makes this man dangerous. Yes. Very dangerous, in my opinion. In my opinion, you know, people said that Obama was soft and weak. No, Obama was being mindful and wise with the power that he knew that he had. Because even if this position of president is a, an administrator for for wealthy sources that are invisible and audible, 
uh, you still have the ability as a commander-in-chief to roll out them troops. And I don't care what you say, depleted or not, the United States is not anything to F with. Ask Saddam. <laughs> ask Gaddafi. Ask Noriega. Noriega is in prison somewhere. Right. Well, I think they put him in prison in France, but, you know, yeah, here it is. These are wealthy, wealthy men, particularly Gaddafi and Saddam. They were worth mm-hmm. billions. They got them high. They make you hide in a hole. Yeah. They kill you. <laughs> That's you know? <laughs> no, it's the truth. You got all these mm. mansions. You got armies. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got you making money when you're sleeping with that oil pumping. It's not, it's not like a, a, a TV movie. And, John, and, <laughs> and, and, hey, hey, and, and, and Uncle Sam comes with Johnny Yankee and the troops and all the Mr. Smiths, and it's no joke. <laughs> But it's no joke. Like, like, oh my goodness, what have I done now? Let me go get in this hole and hope mm-hmm. this blows over. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, but I'm so, saying there's gonna be some happy people and some unhappy people. <laughs> wait, isn't that always? Like I said before, isn't that always when you you know? I, I don't. Uh, you can't. I don't, I don't please everybody. I don't see how anybody would want the job. Maybe that's why Donna got it because nobody else wanted it. What did Dave, Dave Chappelle say? I watched the replay of Dave Chappelle's Saturday Night Live monologue, and he said, I can't believe it, but we elected an Internet troll as the president. Mm. Well. But, but the funniest thing. An Internet thing, troll. Yeah, but the funniest thing when they were trying to say, well, if you don't go vote for president, we ain't going to get no Supreme Court justice. You don't get your, I said, you can't get one now with the president's in now. You got eight. So what makes you think if you get a new president that you're going to add anything else? Because you've got the mandate and Democrats are going to fold over like they normally do. Yeah. Because yeah. they, 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 uh, they had a problem, too. They didn't stay the shock. They, 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 they just walk around like zombies now. They in shock. They have a problem that they like to fold. Mm. Well, you know. You 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 have uh, another issue that's coming up. You know nobody's really looking at it right now, but it, it's coming. We're gonna see exactly who's gonna fold, because you know they passed this little stopgap so the budget can run until Trump gets in office. But you got uh-huh. another budget fight about to come up. Um, I'm thinking about March or so. So we're gonna see who's gonna fold for real. Well, you know, I uh, think once he sees the realities of his thing? office, I think once he sees the realities. Mm-hmm. Of his mm-hmm. office and the things that he's faced with, um, and I don't care how much he thinks he knows more than them generals. Them generals going to lay the law down. And some of them you know? depend on which one he they're gonna ar- they're gonna They're going to argue their case and strong. Mm-hmm. And he's going and, well, and he's going to acquiesce to and he's going to acquiesce to him. Well, you know what? Um, from 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 the, the appointments that he's putting in right now, the majority of them think the same way he does. They're on the same wavelength right now, from what I've read. So, you know, who knows? His they thinking, may not. His thinking's going to change. His thinking's going to change when he faced the realities and the and the enormity of the job, everything uh-huh. that he's responsible for. It's going to change. Hmm. Okay. There will be changes. I promise you that. This job is much more complex, and you have more things to take into consideration than your own bottom line. This is a complex job. Hmm. You have to satisfy and build compromise. And not that I'm saying that he can't do that. 
Mm-hmm. But as we'll I say, see. yeah, because in two years the country's going to change and we're going to be right. You're going to be right back in the same situation because some of them are not going to want to stay. You know they want to make it, uh, old folks home being there until they die or uh, get so old and don't want to go nowhere. And then the country should change and then you will be like, I can't get nothing done. Because imagine some of them going to do something to stay there because they don't want to leave. Okay. But okay, I read an article about who's going to take Nancy Pelosi plays and who's going to take Harry Reid plays and all this different stuff. So basically what, what you both are saying is there's really nothing to fear as far as okay. when it comes to Trump and no, his, his, him being president. For the no, first four years. Then. You know, like when you get hired on your job and then they take you and show you around. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things to fear. With uh-huh. a wild man in the office. Out. He gonna come back as a different person. <laughs> with the wild man. man. He's a wild man, but you just said there are checks and balances that he's gonna have to uh, go through. So how wild uh, can he be? There's checks and checks and balances. Even Obama avoided and curtailed and, and, and circumvented the checks and balances with executive orders, and and Trump's gonna end up doing the same thing. Just like Bush did. You've got a man that's had dictatorial powers over his business empire all his life. And you think that his personality is going to change at 68 years old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not if he doesn't mm-hmm. do something blatantly crooked, like like steer some <clears throat> multi-billion dollar contracts to, to friends or companies that he participated in. Amazing how they elected uh-huh. this man. Or his own company. They don't know where his money is and what type of interest he has. <laughs> but his party don't. His own party don't like him half of. Mm. No, they don't. But they're going to get behind him. <laughs> no, no. Some see, of them yeah. some they're going to hold their nose and get behind him. He's got a mandate yeah. from the people. Oh yeah. He'll yeah. shake them in their boots. <laughs> oh no, but I. I got a feeling he's going to shake them in their boots because he's mm. won in districts that they don't normally win in. And one thing those congressmen care about more than anything else is what? Getting reelected and keeping that cushy job where you ain't even got to show up to work. Thank you. And that's, yeah, and that's in two years. That's and in two years, so they're definitely going to be concerned about that. Huh? <laughs> so that's the way I see it. I said they haven't been in, been on their job for about eight years. In and out. Hmm. Well, you know, it's... Okay, who got the music? <laughs> That's me. I know what this would be playing his music. <laughs> I know who it it's was. Relaxing. Uh huh. But you know what though, Beasley, I, I still say, you know, I think more the fear is more um, hype than anything else. I really do. I, I really do. I, I don't believe that. Um, how can I put this? I don't, I don't think the damage is going to be as bad as many people think it is. Because there's going to be too much um, backlash from the, from it. Yeah, we know he's sentimental. And, and, well, not sentimental. You know, we know he gets on um, um, on, on Twitter and, go, you know, goes crazy, want people to uh, apologize, so forth and so on. But other than that, you know, there's, there's too much going on. And I think there's a lot of his own... Um, even though elections will be in two years for some of them, they're just lying in wait, waiting on it to do something crazy, you know? So I think it's more of a manufactured fear 
from from media sources than anything else. I may be wrong though. I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. You know. Um, as far as Charles Barkley though, um, I have to disagree with you, Beasley. I think Barkley, he, he, you know, some things. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, he's he's, you know, just blowing smoke. But on this one, I think he may have a point. You know. It's just called crabs in the barrel syndrome. You know, we, we've been known to have that going on. So, I mean, it's nothing new. You know, it's just something we don't talk about a lot. Mr. Tom. Uh, Mr. Tom. Yes. Charles Barkley works on a basketball show, and he finds a way to make commentary. But he, finds, but he finds a way to make commentary, social commentary, considering ra- uh, about racial issues. He works on a basketball show. He's a stooge. He's keeping himself alive. Yeah, he's lost millions of dollars gambling. Maybe that's part of the reason why he has to keep getting his butter biscuits from Massive and keep saying what they want him to hear because they probably love it. Yep. If he were, if he were some independent person expressing these views, I would say, yeah, he got a right to say what he says, you know, whatever. That's his opinion, and so be it. But – He's in a position as a paid, a highly paid commentator on a basketball, on a show dealing with basketball, which he has expertise. But he uses that platform to speak on social issues, particularly concerning race. I find that odd. He's getting paid to think the things he says, and it pleases his masters upstairs. Well, uh... that's that. That's a reality that you're not taking into consideration. This is not. This is yes, not I some person. All right. I mean, you know, if you if you really think about it, there's others on, on on sports shows or what have you that um have you know um um, um given um different points of view. But you know, as I said on on this one, I think he may he has a point though. He really does. He he really does. You know. You know, we. I mean, if, if well, I don't know where you where y'all live at, but come on now, you know, it it, it is it is sort of like a badge of honor to, to, as they say, catch a case and have to go and spend some time down in in, in local lockup or what have you. You know, who 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 really you know who does that? But why we don't talk about that kind of stuff? Who got locked up you know? for drinking? Huh? You can't talk about nobody because people locked up for drinking too. I'm gonna whatever he was doing, he got locked so up. So why can't I mean? Okay, so that makes it better. He got locked up also. I mean, he okay. Can't, uh, talk about somebody else when he come. When he, I mean, how he gonna sit up and discuss? Some, I mean, in the grave of his people. He's been there. He's done that. <laughs> He's been he there, done that. Been. But the next time huh? it might not be so easy for him to get out of. It. No, really. Hmm. I mean, the only thing he said, intelligent blacks are often put down because they speak well, they do well in school, you know. You know, um, it, it's, what it say? If you're not a thug or an idiot, you're not black enough. I mean, are those things that haven't been said before? I wonder if y'all bother me. You can't, come on, intelligent black, he don't even, he don't even get nobody nothing. Oh, I, I see, I see what it is. It's because... Once again, it's because of who said it, correct? No, because he, he do stuff like that all the time. That's why. 
Exactly. So it's just. Oh. LeBron James would have came out and said something like that. I want to say. Barkley saying that he's saying just to keep getting paid. Oh, that's what it is. It's the source. It's the source. That's what you're trying to say. Like they came from the same place. But why does why does the source matter? If it's true, it's true. Because LeBron is picking up his his friends and brought them along with him. Barkley ain't bringing nobody along with him but the people that he hang around and hang with. Okay. And he's going to gamble one day and he's going to lose everything he has. He's going to be one of those same people. <laughs> okay. Mhm. All right. And he's gonna be back down. He's gonna be back down to Alabama where he came from, <laughs> walking the street like back a lot of them. I mean, huh? is there anything wrong with that? Nope. Is that, no. Exactly. No. I mean, gonna have to pick him up. Mhm. Mhm. And um, um, Beasley, he he made these comments um uh, when he was being interviewed by a local um radio station in Philadelphia. So, yeah, and it it was regarding right. He he huh? he still he still works for those people, and and he does the same. <laughs> he makes those similar comments on his on the basketball show, and he's still mm. on hire from them, damn near twenty four seven. I'm sure it's part of his contract, and he never gets rebuked for saying anything uh, questionable, suggestive, controversial about black people. Never. Stephen A. Smith either. Stephen A. Smith spoke on something and was misunderstood about rape or something like that and got suspended for a week. Mm. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Two or three that. million dollars a year, I'd sell you niggas out too. Oops, oops. That was an accident. <laughs> that was a real accident, I mean, but that was I an mean, accident. But, <laughs> but uh, so d- don't let me act like I'm any better. Two or three million dollars a year, I'm sorry. <laughs> But, but is it. that acting, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But is that acting as though you're better, or you're just putting out there what nobody else wants to talk about? Uh, you know what? what they, might, they, they, they might, they might, they might be better to assent to the people that they uh, that they're around for whatever reason. All black people aren't the same. Charles Barkley, you know, from being a poor country boy, has made millions and millions of dollars. I'm sure he does mm-hmm. a lifestyle. Uh, and is comfortable, and I don't know how comfortable you are. Is he has to be fifty years old, and he has to do what he's doing now. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that might be the worst hey. kind of slavery. <laughs> you know, oh, slavery uh-huh. of your mind uh-huh. and your mouth. None of us have that mm. here. He got to get his his, his, his <laughs> gambling deal paid off. So he got to say what they they need to hear to make them happy. Ooh wee. Ooh we, or we could find mm. a, a new a new one next year. <laughs> mm. But we got, plenty okay. people, we got we got plenty of people to fill the spot, George. Now you get 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 to dancing, boy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stephen A. Smith too. So is it? It's one thing to have an opinion, but it's another thing to be being paid. It's another thing to being paid on a platform that has a completely different genre. And they're constantly interjecting race, and they're constantly putting black people down. They're paid to do that, just like Tommy. Yep. <laughs> Tommy, who is there, Tommy? There, there's a profit. There's a profit in it. 
Oh, I have yeah. a nice. I have conversations with Tommy from time to time on these Google Hangouts, <laughs> and now I'm a coon because you can't even talk to a coon. <laughs> oh, oh, they're making rules out there. So, so being that he's he's on a national um, broadcast, you know, um, show or what have you, so that that kind of, um, I guess, um, um, dilute. Certain things he says regarding ah, the black He tells you where his bread's buttered. Yep. Shaq don't do tells stuff you, like that. Tells you where his bread's buttered. That's Shaq all. Shaq don't do. People that hang around real people don't do stuff like that, Mr. Talk. People like Barkley, he gambles, so he had to do what I say. Say what they want to hear and make them happy. Really? So he can stay sitting in that really? chair. Because once he but, says something yet, they don't like, he's going to be gone. But yet Shaq goes on Fox News and says um, um, he's against what Callan Kaepernick is doing. Nobody, I mean, that is the same thing? Huh? No. That's not the same thing? Barkley talked about a whole group of people. He just only talked about one person that he didn't agree with what they were doing. Kaepernick might not agree with what Shaq's doing either, but... But but isn't... But isn't... But isn't... See, and, and honestly, that this conversation was um, geared toward Callan Kaepernick and his, um, you know, um, what you call it, his his, his uh, 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 um, display, uh, uh, you know, his his, his dance, and stuff. his stance. Yeah, his. Thank you, thank you. So, what makes it all right for Shaq to go on Fox News and say no, but when when Barkley sits on, I mean, does an interview on a radio show? In Philadelphia, his hometown, and he says, "Look, this is what's going on. Basically, crabs in the barrel. You know, nobody Shaq says well, no." It's interesting Barclay's you brought that up. Shaq's on the same platform. Shaq's on the same platform, in in the same position. Shaq must pay. I swear to I swear to God, he might pay three hundred thousand dollars a month in child support. He got eight kids by that woman. He's he he's still working to stay alive. Like everybody else, but uh, you'll see more of more of it coming out of him. Hmm. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. It's it is not really anything. It's not nothing I new. Just, I just couldn't take it during the morning. No, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I well, you got a little integrity. You got integrity about yourself. Huh? But I bet. It, <laughs> but I bet. It, but I bet if you started taking, if you started taking it, and I'm not just you, just about anybody. It's a human condition, and you know. Yeah. It's just like getting some corn whiskey, and and uh, and, and some and, and some ham off the table instead of them hocks and them pig's feet. You know this has been going on forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you okay. Get, <laughs> and, and they probably <laughs> see it. I'd be foolish not to do this to have a better life. Mm. I can see the angle of that too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's wow. be real. Let's, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> Bill Cosby did it too, and look what happened to him. <laughs> well, they got you in the end, right? They gonna stick it to yeah, you in the end. Look what happened to him. <laughs> he he so, uh, uh, he played the game. He spoke. He spoke at. Well, no, I don't know. I honestly think by that time Bill Cosby wasn't really under contract to anybody. 
he was speaking what he thought. And you know, at the time, I was saying, "Oh man, you don't, you know, you don't wash that out in public, man. You're really being, you're being classist." And of course, he is from a different, he is from a different class than the people that he's talking about. And uh, he's far removed from the culture like that. And now looking back, mm-hmm. what, 15 years later, and I'm 15 years older, and I see the state of young people and the way they carry mm-hmm. on, man, the man was speaking some truth. So, okay. you know, so- the, the, the years and an open mind and being honest, and I think that's what you're experiencing, Mr. Talk, you know, make you think different. You see what you see what and you're probably you probably see more you got a young son. You probably see way more young people in their dysfunction and their crazy and the crazy stuff they do and the way that their world is shaped and what they look up to way more than I do. Mm. Just from your just from your your friend's sons and the things that you're around. Mm. True that. True that. Right. <laughs> I can't even argue with that one cuz yeah, right. some like, things I have to come down and talk to them. <laughs> Man, yeah, come on now. That's what it takes to try to help them out. Some you can help, and some you can't. <laughs> so, what do you do? You just leave the ones you can't. Just leave them there by the by the wayside, huh? On the riverside. If they drown, they some drown. Some of them don't want help. Huh? Some of them don't want help. Nope. Hmm. Well, that may be true. That may be true. But just because they don't want help, does that mean you have to stop trying to help? No, you don't stop trying. Hmm. Okay. All right. I, I was just wondering. This is all I, you know, I ask. <laughs> hey, I want to welcome um, East Coast and Shadow Warrior to the chat room and Dubu One. Thank y'all for dropping by. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I still say Charles, he... They may be on something, because in a lot of cases, blacks do keep other blacks down. You know, we, we, we're quick to, 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 to um, I guess you say, uh, try to discourage or uh, embarrass each other. Huh? Every group do that. Eh, but not to the extent that we do. But hold on, Look somebody else want to come in on the conversation. Huh? Look what uh, okay. Donald Trump party tried to do to him. <laughs> well, you see what they're doing? They're getting on the train with it, though, right? See, Paul, he finally right. got there. That's what, that's what some people do. Uh-huh. They get on the train. Okay. Yes, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? I'm almost all my favorite people. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? Man, he's he's just I don't even know his voice. I, only, I would know his voice. I only heard it four times in three years. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, East, I, East Coast be on East Coast be on YouTube watching me act the ass. You do what? I'll be over there yeah. tearing it up, Maze. Hey, I oh, hey, man. Uh, hey, uh, uh, yeah. Beasley turned me on to this, and I I, I follow all the shows now. <laughs> but unbelievable no, over there. He, to, he knows all the characters, and they all yeah, my I enemies. Do. I fight with all of them. But one thing I have to give uh, <laughs> Brown. He, he 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 he's trying to help him, you know, the best that he can. You can have fun with him and at the same time educate him. Oh man, not but these ones. Mm-hmm. They need Bill Cosby. They need Bill Cosby <laughs> and Charles Barkley. These are people oh. Charles Barkley talking about. <laughs> <laughs> these wow. are right, but you know, but they but they're the generation behind us. <laughs> man, 
man, generation mm-hmm. of idiots, man. Okay. <laughs> these are crack babies. These are these are, these are, I don't know if they're crack babies or maybe they were like ten years old when their parents got on crack. You know, Uh-oh. they were ten, crap. twelve years old, so they suffered. They had like re- re- retarded growth. And, and mm. this talk, there's some old, there's some older ones over there too. I mean, they act a fool over there on that in that sector. Yeah, I'm the oldest, and I act a fool. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so uh, anyway, uh, think anyway. Stay away from that. Yeah, you need to stay away. From that. I would advise you to, because it's addictive. Yeah. Mm. But I, right. but I'm back to the politics of the day. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. been interesting. You know, I divorced myself from from this whole election, and uh, it wasn't like you know when Obama ran, I I, I followed everything closely, but this one was kind right. of easy to predict. As far as what I saw, so so I, I I even predicted Trump to win this election. Did you? I did, Mister Talk. Yes, I did. And what? <laughs> because of the 2020 census. Mm. So please so, explain. Well, the Thank indicator you. was the indicator was in 2010, when you had. Uh, uh, Democrats running for office, and, and next to my state in Maryland, they had the, a black lieutenant governor running for governorship, and in a and in a, a uh, state that's blue. And do you know they voted the Republican in? Mm. Over. Hey, and you don't think Trump people are aware of that? Which yeah. each and every congressman that's going to not go their way. Yep. And they've got yeah, and they got the well, juice now, and, and you're gonna find the Republican Party that the the because they're in power, they're not gonna have any choice but to back Trump uh, and his plans. They're gonna hold their nose and do it. And when he wants to push some legislation through, they're the ones that are gonna remind you, hey, listen, well, uh, we need you to get in line over here because uh, well, we got an election coming up do. in a year and a half, and uh, yeah. <laughs> your ass can be removed. Simple as that, yep. you know. He'll just go out there and talk to his base, Mr. Talk. He'll just go out there and talk to his base. That's all he has to do. And, and, and they already have it redistrict. It's already redistrict. So you know, you know, there's certain congressional districts aren't going to change, but one Republican right. can change to another Republican. So they'll put that mm. Republican out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's just the right. way it works. <laughs> You don't play ball. We'll get somebody that would. What's the difference to us? Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. Hey, here, here's what I say for our community. Our community needs to figure out how the game is going to be played, and, and, and where the money is flowing from. And if you need mm-hmm. to educate yourself in those areas where the money is going to be flowing, you better go ahead and do it, and get on in the bandwagon early. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to be left behind. Well, you know what? Here's here's the other thing that we have to stop doing is falling for for the, the old two party line. You know, the old one party line. You know, I'm a Democrat. I've been a Democrat. My parents been Democrat, and that's where I'm voting. Or you know but what I mean? Just get away from Mr. the Mr. Talk. That's hand. why Hillary isn't president today, the president elect, because things that have already changed right in front of us. Hmm. Uh. I don't know. I just think a lot of blacks just get, get out and vote. And think beyond black. Think think about uh, all those Bernie supporters. 
Where, where yeah. do you think yeah. a lot of them came from? They came yeah, from the state true. of Wisconsin. Right. They came they, from the they, state they, of they Wisconsin. Just they just couldn't stomach Hillary. No. Nope. I don't yeah, see, I don't see how you can. I think there's more people that instead of believing in Bernie or Donald's ideology, they just wanted an outsider to come shake this stuff up. Yep. And so shake it up, make them do something. Do. They're not. They're, what, what's the disapproval mm-hmm. rating of Congress? Like seventy-eight percent. Now the real pressure is going to be on them. Yeah, the disapproval rate was so far in the toilet. <laughs> For, yeah, uh, dude, you know, people like start seven percent or something like that. Yeah, it was really low. So yeah, <laughs> the onus is on. Okay, all yeah. right. Yeah, the onus so, is so, on them now. Right, because you you promise people that you're going to build a wall. <laughs> you you promise people that you're going to uh, bring some of that money back from overseas. You know, you you promise you you made some core promises. You know, in these first 100 days, they're going to go for it. You're going to see the press acting up, jumping up and down. I, you know, I tuned in Morning Joe this morning, and I was kind of surprised to hear what was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> he, he, oh, they're going to—they're going to hold him to task for the stuff that he said. Now, I doubt there'll be a wall built, but I tell you, who has to fear? You, you, people, you people that are here undocumented. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watched that this morning. That, 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 that's done some kind of that has had any type of crime. A drunk driving, yeah. a domestic violence, oh, you, much you, less oh, a crime look, crime. Yeah, it, it's just like you you know, now they don't chase you down on a warrant. They just, if you get in any kind of trouble, they run that driver's license, scan on you, and it'll show mm-hmm. up. You'll be in the system. So so you actually think there'll be some type of registry just waiting for you to, for them to screw up? Uh, I think they're going to go after the ones that have already screwed up. Yeah, right. It's already in place. They, there's you know, a mandate from the people for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You now, know, that, that's on one that. thing that he has a, man, a mandate on. And I tell you what the real, what, what the bigger issue is. Look, when I was in Los Angeles 10 years ago, I had a cleaning lady, right? She did mm-hmm. great work. Came two times a month, cleaned up. She said, Mr. Beasley, we're moving. I'm like, we're moving? Why would you move Los Angeles? And this hard life with all the traffic where your cost of living is high. She said, we're moving to Nebraska. Where? Yeah, Nebraska. We get jobs there at the chicken plant and this and that and the other. And we got a nice house to live in for $600 a month, four bedrooms and some land. I can grow. I can plant things. We're moving to Nebraska. And people have been moving all over. So they're everywhere. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. So people have been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. I, That's I kind of hard say, to take for people that are just used to looking at black and white. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to close your eyes and, and look at the picture. What, what is this country going to be like in a couple of years? You know, what will you be experiencing new? That you're not experiencing today It's hard to predict Because even the predictions As much as they make sense Are wrong Here it is After the last election They said demographics are changing The Latino vote is growing It's the largest minority group In the country Watch out Then you have Trump Go in on Latinos You've got Jeb Bush with a Latino wife. Yep. 
Jeb Bush gets no traction. The no. guy that's attacking Latinos wins the office, despite this demographic. And he got 25 to 30 percent of the Latino vote. That, that's what which I was tells you Latinos add, are fractured. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was getting ready to add. It, it may have been more, so 25 to 35 percent. That's who voted for Trump out of their community. People are people are of how they're classified. <laughs> right. I explained it on I explained it on one of those hangouts on deaf ears. You think I try to help them? I guess I do. I try to give them some sense in between to talk about them, talk to them like they're idiots. <laughs> well, they say some horrible you know. things. They do, but but their minds are not focused in the right areas. You know, they're not. You know, they're not. Come on, man. You got forty-year-old men talking about the world is flat. How come there's no letter after the letter Z? And I ain't gonna get a job even though I got seven kids because of slavery. Hey man, I I went out on the YouTube. This is the truth, Mister Talk, and I and I looked it up. The flat Earth theory. <laughs> There's a lot of people believing in that nonsense. I watched a couple of videos of it, and these people are really into it. They believe what they believe. Here's the basis yeah. of it, though. Mm-hmm. White man done lied to you all your life and told you everything. You just believe it. The world is flat. He's lying to you. <laughs> Someone must be making that stuff up somewhere to troll them, to troll everybody, just to troll black people. You guys are laughing at the, at the at ridiculous it is, right? And it's and it's done up in Technicolor. You know, it's a professionally done video. <laughs> the government wow. must be doing well, that. Let Here, let's, to, let, 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 let's let them I'm worry about this, and we don't go ahead and elect Trump. <laughs> Yeah, the versions. It's a wonderful thing that they put out there, isn't it? Exactly. Here, let's get them talking about this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I was reading this article the other day about all the the false um, news sites that come out and put out all the propaganda, and and you know, I was talking about this earlier in the show, uh, how people just go into it and, and they buy into it, you know, and they, they repeat it over and over and over. Don't do social media, what have you. Then you go on and say, "Hey, it's not true," you know. And then Blog they get mad at you. A, Blog Talk Radio is the most famous place for those stories yeah. to get repeated. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen when it happen a million that, times. I, yeah, I thought sorry <laughs> when you were talking, Mister Talk. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I, I thought and about they get sorry. mad at me when I tell them it's a hoax story. They say I'm trolling them. I said, No, they trolling you. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! So let me go back to something I, I was talking. Uh, sorry. Let me let me go back to ask y'all a question. Um, Trump talking about beefing up the military. You know, Navy, Marines, Army. What y'all think about that? Did he beef it up uh-huh. and cyber attack? Do you believe that's a real? Okay, threat, how about, how about take care? How about take care of the veterans first? <laughs> That's what Trump said. He's gonna take care of the veterans. How about diplomacy? How about diplomacy second? Yeah, there's a few hot spots that need attention, but but how uh-huh. about take care of the veterans first? You know, human beings that have went out there, you know, Americans that have gone out there and fought, that come back with all types of problems and issues that need to be dealt with. Um, yeah. That's how I, I feel about it. Diplom- 
Hey Brown, you you put diplomacy number two. I don't know about that. that that's going to be a problem. Diplomacy number one. Diplomacy. Yeah, diplomacy should be yeah. number one, but they should take care. They should take care of the veterans. But I, I don't think they, weed up, bring it up, to, bring, it, bring it up to state of the art. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we, we that's something that you really haven't heard him mention it too much about. Is about the veterans and the V. Besides, you know, cutting the jobs at the VA or what have you. But other than that, you haven't heard him mention too much about that. Nobody cares you know, about veterans. That would man. be a nice they Trump. Trump. Mr. Todd Trump. Trump dodged the war too, like Dick Cheney. Of course <laughs> like he did. Like Limbaugh. Of course he did. Of course. Trump, Trump, Trump's Vietnam era, right? Yep. Yeah. He's Vietnam era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have been drafted. Hey, hey, Beasley, have you ever thought about, you know, they were talking about the cabinet. And, you know, they uh, are having a problem. This is what Morning Joe was saying. He said they got to have some women and some other diversity, like black. And then are they he's hiring, out? He's putting some women. Hmm? He wanted to make the governor of, of, uh, of, of South Carolina secretary of state. That's some of the talk and some other women. Yeah, he's yeah. going to pick some women. But watch out, girls. Watch out, girls. It's the grabber. <laughs> why watch out, it's the grabber. Out? Hey, hey, Brown and Mr. Talk, why haven't they reached out to the black Republicans? You know, I don't mm. care. They didn't get the support from them. Not even try, they're not even, they're not even trying to do like the Bushes and, 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 and put some well, qualified, uh, qualified blacks they groom from day one. Because the the, the mm. butchers are far more tactical and smarter than them, they're, and they're they'll be inclusive to blacks mm-hmm. that uh. Well, if you think about it, if you look at the butchers' history, just about everyone that they've had in their camp stays in their camp because they're loyal to those people, and they yep. stick with right. them thick and thin. The Clintons mm-hmm. just go ahead and send you off to pasture and put a bullet in your head, according to what they say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They have a different way of getting rid of their problems. <laughs> so they say. I don't know if they've committed many murders, mm. they say, but I wouldn't put a couple of bodies past them. Um, well, you know, there's talk, you know, there's talk of um, um, Sheriff David Clark. I'm from like home, home, Homeland Security or something like that. So, yeah, he's yeah. a registered Democrat. You know that. He, 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 he makes, Charles, he makes Charles Barkley look like Nat Turner. Oh, there's no comparison. <laughs> this dude's the worst. You may as well get Jesse Lee Peterson. Yeah. Oh, man. Y- y'all forgot. He's just like Sheriff Ohio. He's a black Sheriff mm. Ohio. So just think about mm. him, <laughs> David Clark, in that way. Mm. With his big cowboy hat, he'd be wearing. <laughs> mm, you know what? Yeah. What? This is a good time, as always, for black folks to buckle down. Focus yeah. on your business and yep. your economic status. Yep. Getting That's educated, re-educated, and mm-hmm. finding yourself good ways, legal ways to make money. Yep. Hmm. It's a good time because socially, the stuff you're going to hear, you shouldn't like. Nope. Mm-hmm. And we, uh. we've been through these. Just like May said, we've been through this before when there's been administrations that are, you know, a little hostile. 
<laughs> insensitive yeah. at best to hostile okay. at worse. Right. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Insensitive right. or ho- yeah. hostile yeah, at worse to, word. to the, the plight the plight of black folks or. You know, I got so many work. friends doing well right now that when they, <laughs> I have so many friends that are doing well right now that it's hard to think of black people as an underclass. I know black folks that are doing things, and some of them yep. weren't always really doing things, but if they've come into their own in their 40s oh. and yep. their early 50s and industries yep. that they worked in to make a living and they've done okay in, now they yep. own businesses in the same industry. Yep. A lot of us are doing that, but you don't hear that talked about a lot, Beasley. You know, that's, that's kept, why not? That's kept on, yeah, on the down Yeah, they want you to think everybody black and black. They want you to put yeah. black and poor together. Hey, that, that kind of news <laughs> don't sell. And they, they want you to put black and lazy together. You know, yeah. even, if you listen, even if you listen to some of the music, okay, of course, the overall message is not a good one, but even some of the music... These dudes are talking about getting up and grinding. I got to get up and get my hustle on. I got to get up and make this happen. Yeah. Well, basically, you have mm. to look at the time. It, 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 you know, we are a product. So, so you know, there was the 60s, there was the 70s, there were the 80s, the 90s. And, and like you said, you look at them, some of them in their 40s, where did they, you know, you look at where their parents came out of, uh, it, it's a, it was a different time for them, and, and a lot of them fell by the wayside. You know, they didn't. Some of them don't That's have the hard out here. It's easy to fall by the wayside. Yep. Hell, yeah. I've been by the well. I've been by the. I've been by the wayside or on the low side a few times in my life, and just through <laughs> the grace of God and some luck and some heart and some work, you know, yep. I get out of it. Yep. You mm-hmm. achieve. <laughs> right. So you right. And, and that's, these that's dudes the, have been in the wayside their whole life. Yeah. They've never had the bright. They've never had some sunshine. Never been to the well, mountaintop. Mm-hmm. I get to the mountaintop, I just seem to roll down the other side. <laughs> but, but Beasley, you think then you have to think of the past. You know those stories that were taught to us by our grandparents, and and mm-hmm. and how they came up through those times. Man, you know, the hardest I, of the I, hard I, stories. Mm-hmm. And they survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Survive and, 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 and ended up doing something, and ended up accumulating something, something by the end of their lives. Yep. Yep. And did things. Yep. My grandmother was a a a a, 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 a cheapskate to the end, but she was the one everyone had to go to to get some money. She mm. was the one that you went to Imagine when you had that. an idea or a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Or you were in for, or, or you were threatened with foreclosure. <laughs> so she saved, you know, but, and she helped all of us. But see, those those but are one she, of those little nuggets of of of, of wisdom and, and and you know experience that you could fall back on. Where is that now? Man, it's worth Where more than money. Now? It's worth more but, than but, money. But some don't have those right. stories to share. Some some don't. You know, I'll give you a story of uh, my great uncle. I knew him before <clears throat> he passed away. He was my granddad's uncle. You know, he only made it to a fourth grade education following uh-huh. World War One. You know, so he he left. He he, he lived in uh, Chicago, owned his own apartment building in the early fifties. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the first black to buy the apartment. Now here here again, he only had a fourth grade education, and mm-hmm. he just worked. He he wasn't a rich man, but he knew mm-hmm. business. 
And when he, when he bought that building, he rented out the bottom and the top. And then he bought him a second building. Mm. Yeah, so, so it can be done. Right. Of course it can be done. Hold on. Yeah. The guy that started Family Savings, where my mother and father worked in the 60s, which became the largest black bank in the United States before it merged with uh, this, with the One Nation or One, whatever they are now, mm-hmm. Family Savings. Earl Grant was a pig farmer in Pasadena, a pig farmer. <laughs> a pig okay? farmer. Okay, <laughs> he was a pig farmer, and what he did wow. is that he collected people's garbage, and he saw uh-huh. how profitable the garbage collection was. None of the white banks would give him a loan. So he started his own mm-hmm. and reached out to other black entrepreneurs and black people to bank there and formed the biggest bank. Mm. Earl Grant, look him up. You know, it's interesting you saying that because as a kid, I remember um, having to go out to my, my great-grandfather's um, home on the weekends and get on the back of his truck and that's what he used to do go around to pick up trash and you know as a kid you're like really <laughs> you know but then now that I think about it that was a lesson you know he he was making his own money and like you say he when people started off money, picking up, he started off picking up trash uh, then I said what am I going to do with this trash heck <laughs> I'm giving them I'm, I'm throwing the trash away and they feeding the pigs with it let me go feed my own pigs <laughs> but Beasley he had a vision, you know. That's it. Some, some people, yeah. some people have a vision, and, and I think that's what you share with this uh, newest generation coming along, because some of them they don't have a vision, man. Their vision is clouded by what you can't that's do. That's it. Yeah, that uh, you know that 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 is it. Um, you know, I want my forty acres of the mule thing, and until I get that, I'm not doing anything else. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, no, it's white supremacy. I'm not going to even try. Hold on. No, we're going to do it. Let's build our own country first so we can all fight each other. Hold on. Hold on. All right, y'all. We got a minute and 30 left in live air time. So if you want to continue to hear the show live and you're not on the phone lines, you need to get here real fast. 347-838-8622. We'll be going in overtime. For those that don't make it, um, you can listen to the rest of the show um, on the archives. But I do thank you for stopping by. All right, go ahead, Beasley. No, you could do it. You can try. I know there's any times I thought that the deck was really stacked mm-hmm. and, I, and it wouldn't work. I wouldn't try. You know, if I figure yeah. out and see a way. But So if you can't see a way, I guess you don't try. But you, yeah, got, yeah. People on, mm. you got people with kids that aren't trying. Hmm. Or got excuses. Lots, uh, lots of excuses. Uh, lots of excuses. Lots and lots of excuses. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> you know, that, that, that is a very good point. That is a very My good grandfather point. used to say, I got well, no sure. uses for excuses. Better get in there how and do, do we that. Come out of that thought process? How do we get them out of that thought process? Else. You can only, it's hard enough conquering your own self and motivating mm-hmm. yourself. And trying to keep yourself with a bright, positive attitude, much less the people around you. You can't even do it. Which it's even hard to do with your woman. You can't uh, you hard, try to get a woman to think different. Brown Look at the bright the side. Court. Oh, that ain't gonna work. Yeah. Oh, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. You can make. You can put it in your mind that way. <laughs> 
That ain't going to work. He ain't going to never do that. <laughs> well, I'm going to try it anyway. Watch. It works. But, I mean, that's what you have to do. You know, some, you know, as the old folks you say, sometimes, son, you just need to step out there. You know, step off that plank and see what happens. You know? So, so you really have to be your own motivational speaker. Uh, yeah. Constantly. And you better feed yourself some positive thoughts because when you feed yourself the unpositive thoughts, you're going to get some unpositive results. I promise you that. Now you say. Well, you know, I read I read um, a quote um, that said, if you don't fail in anything you do, you're not really trying. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a, a lot of things a lot of people have to understand. You know, if you're really trying, you're going to fail once or twice before you, you know, <laughs> you, you make sure that you got to go. That's just part of the process. You know, but that's kind of why I don't know, fault Donald Trump for having some failed ventures because he mm-hmm. stuck his name on yep. everything. Even though yeah, that was true. Crook, even even though Trump University was just a a, a, boy, a boiler room operation. Yeah. <laughs> and all the names he had his name on, he was getting paid to do that. And yeah, and when it was all good one. and when it was making money, he had no problem with it. Yeah. But Brown and Mr. Mm-hmm. Dog and Maze, we want the money to uh, flow freely. So so it's going to be interesting uh, how this administration is going to get money to circulate. And, and, and who's going to be able to uh, participate in that? Well, because there's, mm-hmm. a, there's going to be money out there to be made. Well, it's just, I just hope, I just hope he hasn't kissed the ring already of the big banks. I well, just hope that he's actually going to go ahead and have some courage and take them uh, and, t- and take the risk of him ripping that nice that nice hairpiece off or his, his comb over. <laughs> But, but you know he's already he's already talking about loosening some of the regulations uh, uh, that were placed on the big banks already. He's already talking about loosening some of that up. But so, Mr. Talk, we don't know. He may have. They, they talked. They talked about the Obama I, I, administration. He may have. This Steve Bannon, yeah. who was a former investment banker, high up investment mm-hmm. banker at Goldman Sachs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, what you were Out from out of nowhere. Um. You know, if he could do something to reverse NAFTA, stop the TPP, you know, haul in some of these jobs, these call center jobs, it would cost us more in products, the stuff that we Uh pay or buy, I was probably worth it. I don't know about you guys. I'm so tired of talking to these people over in the Philippines and in India and Mexico about my bank account, about my cable bill, about everything. I'm tired of it. I don't talk to them. Mm. Know what I do. I tell them to get me an American, and that's who I want to talk to. I want to talk to them. I may have to take I've been, about 10 I've been minutes doing to do that, and, and apparently that's they have do. to do that. Yeah, right, you don't talk do. to them, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I told them that if, if we don't talk to you, the job will come back over here. As long as we talk to you, you're going to keep the jobs over there. I, was, I ain't taking it out on you, but I ain't, I ain't giving you my business. So no way. I agree with you, and we should all do the same <laughs> thing. I think yep, if somebody ran for office on that platform alone, mm-hmm. I can't fix everything else I'm going to try, but I tell you what. When you call your bank or you call your cable company, you'll be Uh talking to somebody in America. Yep, that's what I'm for. You reelect you. This is the Uh, best time to run for office with no money. This is the best time to run for any (laughs) office with no money. You take some of those platforms that that Beasley just mentioned, that'll get people's Uh attention. You just have to be smart enough how to get out there. I I I can go far with that one. 
But you have yeah, to be. Think, you also have to be smart enough to be able to make it work too, though, don't you think? I don't know you if you'll be able to make it, it work. Without, I don't know if you'll be able to work it, make it work without getting a bullet That's in it. your head. Yeah, you got that right. But you just can't. You just campaign on it. Well, look how Trump came in. You know, those people knew that he he wasn't going to build no wall. <laughs> what do you mean, man? What you talking about? They believe he's going to be a wall. I believe there's going to be some deportations too, but you want to know something? <clears throat> there were more deportations under Bush, I mean, excuse me, under Obama uh, than there were under yeah. Bush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Those Democrats are something That's else. All. They smile in your face and tell you they, what you want to hear and exactly. do the same stuff that the exactly. other people are doing. Exactly. Well, he didn't say how but long see, the wall was going to be, so he can build a wall but, with one drop, and that's it. You say your wall got to be it. <laughs> but you have to buckle under, because, you know, this, this administration is going to be on steroids in everything they do. They're going to be on steroids. Mm. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a shock, because if you have people out there protesting even before the inauguration, wait to see what happens in those 100 days that they're going to push through legislation. <laughs> You might have Man, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sad that I'm old. I was in the city taking care of business, and I'm leaving at 4 o'clock so I could avoid some of the rush. Uh-huh. When I could have gone to dinner and socialized with the people I do business with, which is something I really enjoy doing. It gives me a night mm-hmm. off the Internet. Mm-hmm. Man, and then people got the street all blocked up, laying on the freeway. I'm like, man, will you get your butt up and go do something? I'm so sad I'm old. <laughs> Not that I would have ever sat out there with them, but I'm just like, I'm really disappointed in myself that I'm old. Oh, I shouldn't feel this way, but I sure do. Hey, you ain't got nothing better to do? Is hey, your house clean? Hey, 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 Brown. What you got to do? Hey, what your father used to say? Hey, look, you say, what look, are you doing? You, you have have to is your room clean? Some of them, is your bed made? Some of them are actually, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done this? You know, some of them yeah, actually get paid to do that. So that's their job. That, that's their job. Now how do we? Oh, you know, uh, yeah, there are professionals. Well, I guess uh, some are getting uh, paid. Uh, industry. Yeah. Some of them get paid. Some of them No, and they got a good reason to be upset. You know. Yeah. Uh, Auntie Mirabel sent it back to Guadalajara. A lot of them gonna leave and go back home. Hey, I, 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 you have to think like they think. When it, when you do stuff like that, you have to do it the Republican style. You know, you keep your powder dry. You, I said you keep mm-hmm. your powder dry until it's ready to go. Now, now you saw with the Bundy Ranch, you, you saw how they had that standoff. You know, so mm-hmm. so so this group has jumped the gun. They they should have waited until you know after inauguration, then mm-hmm. then started what they were going to do. But these but kids, kids, I wonder they, if they, they voted. Hey, but you do know you, you do know those, you do know the, some of those guys in the Bundy. Uh, well, not the Bundy, but the one after that. You know, some of them when they took over the reserve. You know, some of them, most of those guys were acquitted. They got off. They all got acquitted. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All they, got acquitted. You know what? And they all they all must have demanded their right to a quick and speedy trial because that yep. trial took mm-hmm. place quick. <laughs> so they were in custody. Mm-hmm. Just makes you think about the. I'm thinking about the guy. That drove into him and got killed. Mm. Yeah, there was somebody yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, one you, guy you said he wasn't going to go sit in a cell. He wasn't going to sit in a cell, and he <laughs> drove up. Then he changed his mind and crashed into him, got out of the car, and did enough to get himself killed. Yeah, I, mm. I, I forgot the circumstances behind it, but I I remember somebody getting killed. But but see, what what you're showing to the Republicans 
you know, the hardcore, hey, y'all weak, you know. They so, don't so know they, they see, well, I'm just saying, because you have them out now acting out, acting up in the street. A, a friend of mine, they, you know, this, they just called them uh, the N-word, just driving by. Man. You know, since the but don't you really? have a racist backlash? Uh-oh. When Obama got elected, you the same thing. Man, come on. Racists are like alcoholics, man. They drink when they're happy. They drink when they're sad. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You know, a racist is just going to be a, a, a hateful-ass person, whether they're yeah. happy, sad, or no matter who gets elected. Oh, I'm happy. Let's drink. They did it at Starbucks. You heard about what happened at Starbucks, right? This is in the news. This is current news. So the guy was a drunk guy, and, and he got mm-hmm. into it with the barista, and, and he said that it was uh, discrimination, racial discrimination against him. At the coffee shop? At the, coffee, at the Starbucks. <laughs> and it, it, it's a big issue. I, I just picked up on this story today. So, so <clears> you, <throat> you'll hear about the Starbucks where the, so, so the people are wearing their Trump stuff and going into, you know, establishments, service establishments, and and now, you know, little confrontations are coming up. Yeah, they're going to be fighting each other. They're still in the same shock. I told you they got to come out of it because them women that, that thought they were getting ready to take over, them for mad women that thought they were going to break that glass and take over and do stuff, they hot. And they're getting ready to come back with women revenge on their people. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> you say, what you say, May, is revenge? Did yeah, they come back revenge? revenge on the men. Yeah, that's what they come back for. The I don't want to be in their way. I wonder where Alan West <laughs> is. Hey, hey, Brown, Mr. Talk, you think he'll get uh, offered a position? No, I ain't giving that fool nothing. Uh, no. I don't think so. If you talk to talk, if you talk to yeah. talk and walk to walk like West does, I'm, I don't remember him. Well. I haven't heard his name. Uh, yeah, no. I haven't heard him in anything. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think I think they consider him too much of a, a, a wilder card than what Trump is. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't think so. And then they, and Ben Carson. What about Alan Ben Carson probably don't want to take the pay cut. He probably <laughs> figures he can make a whole lot more money giving speeches. Oh. He's very popular with people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brown, has a point. Brown has a very important point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know they said more than Joe said, uh, uh, Giuliani's not up to the task. I was so shocked when he said that. He was like he, had, he said he was kind of senile. He's slow. He's old man. <laughs> I'm serious. I heard that. Well, no, <laughs> you, come on, man. This is a, this he'll use that because he said he had counsel at one time. He'll use that to leave because he'll do something wrong and keep him going to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it, it'd be interesting to see how he feels the rest of it. Huh? But they can't do sneaky stuff like they used to. Hey, I, I just want to know how many, how, many, how, many, how many scandals are we going to have during this administration? Oh, let him. Oh, my. Oh my! <laughs> you know when it comes to money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and he's gonna be right for it because he's a businessman and he has businesses and his family running the businesses and some of the countries he got to deal with. You know he has businesses in those countries. So yeah, you might as well get ready. You might as well get ready because they're gonna be they're gonna be waiting. 
what what's scary is you don't know what he has. You don't know everything that he has his money in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right but it's going to be Weekly is going to be wide open. <laughs> Only <people. laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I do. I don't think so. They gonna be I don't think I think whatever they do, they're going to be, somebody's going to be looking. Yeah, somebody's going to be looking, see, but I don't all, think it's going to be. See, that, see look, it's, all about, it's a bunch of old people thinking that they can do something like they used to do a long time ago. But technology is out here, that that's what's going to eat them up. Mm. What's that sound like okay. the cable cars? I know, right? So I what? thought that was you, Beast. No, it's not me. <laughs> oh, okay. Me. I don't know what that was. Okay, well, that only leaves one other person. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I'm not making any noise. All right. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, we we all just imagined this thing. No, maybe they were listening in and they dropped something. <laughs> I wasn't imagining yeah. things now. I'm hearing bells. <laughs> <laughs> Look, okay. All right. Well, well somebody was listening and they didn't like what they heard, huh? What about these generals they want to put in charge? I, I heard they Man. want to put General Flynn and, and General Mattis. And, you know what? Those Mattis. are the. Hey, they talking about Petraeus also. Those are the cats you need to be scared of. I, I think because they, <laughs> right, none of the right, are, right, right. <laughs> those, those, those are the dudes that never saw war they didn't like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, those, those are the ones, those the ones that fight all. the war from a from four thousand miles away. Yeah, General Mattis shrimp is cocktails a, and everything. Everybody's saluting to him. Hey, General Mattis is like General Patton. He's of that uh, old mind guts. Yep. Mhm. Yeah. And they want to make him Secretary of Defense. Yeah. They they want to make him Secretary of Defense. But there's a problem. There's a law. There's a law that says you have to be out of government for seven years. So, so he right. retired from. From the Marine Corps in 2010, they said. So they yeah, may ask so, for a waiver for him to take mm-hmm. that position. Uh, he's a warrior. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man won the election. He gets to pick his. He gets to pick his team. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, that's is true. What it is. And you know something? He didn't promise black folks nothing. <laughs> he didn't promise. Well, he mentioned a few things. So anything that he does, well, he mentioned that he's going to spend some time and work on an, an improving conditions in inner cities. I don't know how the heck he's going to yeah. do it, yeah, but Republicans mm. have been known to create yeah. enterprise zones. Uh, President mm. Nixon. <laughs> yeah, to create to create enterprise zones and make funds President. and counseling available uh, for he, black he businesses, had, and maybe also to not necessarily oh. have affirmative action. But grant yeah. a certain amount of business yeah. Yeah. Uh, to black vendors, which they a lot of times have black grant. employees. Those yeah. are all good mm. things. Those are all See, good things. In, yeah, they believe in block grant. You know, so you know they'll just give you a chunk of money. But the thing is, mm-hmm. you know, we we had to put ourselves in position to compete for those money. You know, mm. so you have to know where, where they're going to spend that money. And that's and that's right. the that focus on. Right. Exactly. You know, and how to go about getting it, what the qualifications are for getting it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I think yeah. I think we all benefit. Yep. When all of society benefits. Yeah. You know, the unemployed and the underemployed mm-hmm. and the people yep. that are working at a 
at a super lowly wage. You know, if they were to get union wages or higher scale wages, I think we all benefit. I think it helps everything. I helps. Pe- I think it helps people's attitude. I think it makes people nicer. Yep. I think yep. it, it, it 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 lessens some people that would commit crime. They're, yep. they're yeah. It certainly lessened them fools out there sitting on the dang freeway and blocking the streets out. Because you can't do that when you got to get up and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you be you can't be out there at, 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 at eleven thirty at night. Oh, you got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, that, that's you know, true. You different. Dis- if you if you raise everybody's lifestyle just a little bit, like Brown said, working your way all the way down, it does create a happier disposition. Make society yeah, better, man. The society that you have to live in every day. Mm. Yep. Yeah. People, when I was a kid, people, I used to. I remember used to sitting there with my grandfather, and we show the Vietnam protesters, and he mm-hmm. and he'd have you know he worked, he worked at the post office and he worked for the Rockefeller Foundation. He'd say, "You lazy son of a bitches! I cut all your hair. I cut all your hair, and make you all get jobs." <laughs> that's your fucking problem. See, that's your problem. You need a job. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And my mother would say, Oh daddy, oh no, you don't understand and this and that and the other all the things are wrong. He said things have always been wrong. He said, Get up and go to work and feed yourself. Take care of yourself and you ain't got time to worry about this stuff. Yep. Good point. Those are good <laughs> Those points. Those are good points. Can't can't argue with that, can you? <laughs> all right, y'all. I gotta get up out of here, so I'm gonna let y'all get your last words in. And we're gonna start with East Coast. Go ahead, East Coast, your last words, sir. My last words, I just I just enjoyed myself with, with the panel this evening. That's all I got to say. Y'all take care. <laughs> all right, thank Brown, you, sir. And one last thing for Brown, keep keep pushing that music. <laughs> all right, I'm sure he'll respond in a minute. But all right, mm-hmm. thanks, East Coast man. It's right. been fun. <laughs> all right, Mr. Beasley, the legend. Yeah, I, Go I, ahead, I can't sir. believe East Coast. I always see him in those chat rooms, and I forget all about him because I'll be active. I know he just sits back and watches say, this Beasley is something else. He never gets enough. <laughs> he never gets enough of nonsense, and he's watching the show and enjoying the stuff. You know what? Let's hope let's let's hope this man uh, rebuilds his infrastructure socially and some of this mm-hmm. other stuff, man. They represent the majority of Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, someone like Obama would have never got elected if it wasn't for the catastrophe of this second Bush administration. The catastrophe. And you know, once again, people vote and more concerned about their 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 social standing or their economic standing, their 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 position in 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 this uh, you know in this society that we have. Mm-hmm. And people will do what they have to do in order to hold on to it and to and to try to move up higher. Charles Barkley will say anything, sell us back into slavery if he could. Definitely, <laughs> Peterson would. Yes, you see, Peterson said we should all go back down to Alabama and learn how to pick cotton. Mm. Mm, I don't think that would That's work. That's all. Have a good day. Good to hear you on the air again. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you, Beasley. Okay. <laughs> all right. And Mays, last but not least. Well, it was a nice conversation today to listen to some of the madness. They're on their last league, and they got to think they're still in control because, as Pat McCann said, not enough on being born. 
So they got to do something to make themselves satisfied for the last go round of the next 50 years. Mm. So that's all I got to say. All right. Well, thank you. And stay warm up there in Ohio. <laughs> yes, I will. I'm trying. <laughs> all right. Have a good one. All right, you too. All right. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. It's been fun, informative. I've really enjoyed it, I'm telling you. Um, I don't have much to say. Hey, we just wait and see. We'll wait and see. You know, see how this the fear of the unknown <laughs> Mr. Donald J. Trump is going to do. Oh, I'm sorry, President-elect Donald J. Trump. But um, it's been fun, y'all. Um, I'll be back Friday. Yeah, that's right. The day after that day, y'all get all full and glutted up and what have you. <laughs> That should be fun. Um, yeah, we'll be here Friday, 2 p.m. Central. Um, and just doing what we do. Um, thank you, East Coast. It's good to hear your voice. Usually we just chat in the chat room. It's good to hear your voice, I tell you. <laughs> cool. Shadow Warrior, all my guests in the chat room, thank you for stopping by and hanging out with me today. All right. So without further ado, man, we're going to go on and get you out of here with Come Get to This. Mr. R.J. Reynolds, and I'll see everybody Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your man, Mr. Talk, saying y'all have a good week. Enjoy your Thursday, and I'll see everybody back here on Friday. I'm out. Out of my mind